So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. I wanted to share with you an embarrassing situation that happened recently at a gig without getting too much into specifics. So recently, I was hired as a hired gun for somebody else's contracting group, which is kind of like Dream City, where you could have multiple gigs going on at the same time. This one is a national one. They have gigs in multiple cities. And they hired me to play for an awards dinner for members of our military, which is awesome. What a great gig. To me, they deserve the highest of musical standards. However, that's not what they got. And I was embarrassed. Now, I'm not going to get too into the specifics about it, um, but I will, you know, leave it kind of vague and say the quality of some of these contracted groups varies. And I'm sure some of you know what that means. You know, when I first started working with Blue Water Kings band up in Milwaukee, I had read some horror stories about, you know, we thought we hired this act, but instead the members were all different and they didn't all sound as good as the group that we heard when we hired them. So that's the hint that I would give to you about what happened at this gig. And so instead of like going on about the issue that I heard, I will instead give you some advice about upholding your musical standards. And I believe if you're the kind that's listening to this podcast, you are a gigging professional. So you already have a high musical standard. And maybe this isn't even meant for you. Maybe it's just you are nodding your head along with me saying, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that situation. And so my my words of advice is that when somebody pays you money for your musical service, or even if they don't, and you've agreed to the terms of them hiring you, they deserve your best. They deserve a great musical performance. I'm not saying that you have to be the most technically proficient. I'm not even saying that you have to play, you know, in tune 100% of the time or with perfect rhythm 100% of the time. Because if you watch any of my videos, you'll notice there are a couple little hiccups, not like noticeable in a way that most of the population would notice it, or maybe they would, I don't know. But you don't have to be perfect. However, you do have to be good. And I'm sure you knew this, I'm sure you are good. But it's kind of like, you know, after the gig, I went and got Chipotle. I love Chipotle, love me a good burrito. When you go to your favorite restaurant, or any restaurant for that matter, you have certain expectations of what kind of food they're going to serve you, and the quality of that food, right? At Chipotle, I can expect a very similar burrito every time I go, and a very similar burrito no matter what city I get it from. As you know, the tortilla is going to be hot and flavorful, the rice is going to be steamy, flavored with cilantro and lime. The steak is going to be juicy and delicious. The peppers and onions 
are going to be steaming and a little burnt just the way I like them. The salsa is going to be hot and spicy just the way I like it. And it's going to be wrapped in a way that holds mostly together while you eat it. And I can expect that same level of quality every time I go back. And if I don't get it, well, then, you know, they would expect a refund. Or they would expect me to request a refund. Now think about your music that way, too. If somebody is coming to you, hiring you, should they not expect the same quality? And should it not be a high quality every time they purchase it? The obvious answer to me is yes, should be high quality. Because otherwise, you know, you shouldn't advertise yourself as a high quality group. Yet you might still be in the learning phase, which is totally fine. It's an acceptable place to be. But in my opinion, once you start charging for, you know, a private event rate, especially for members of our military who I auditioned for years ago, and then know that they have high musical standards, even if the people I played for weren't musicians, you know, the military is all about providing consistency. And that is especially true in their musical department, too, because they rejected me. <laughs> so I, I wasn't good enough. So why wouldn't I give my best to the members of the military? And so that is my advice to you. It all starts with the hiring. Here's the thing about hiring other musicians for your group. A lot of musicians like to hire their friends or they become a group because they were friends first. And I understand that. Like that, that's a great thing. You know, music, musical community is a, is a social structure and it's great to be friends with the musicians you play with. However, if you also look at it as a business, then, you know, you, you can have both as long as you can still have the business aspect going, which is where you can enforce your musical standards. So when you're hiring a new musician, you have to hear them play. This group, I found this act through a Facebook post where they were looking for every member of the group to play this gig. So it was a literal pickup gig where nobody, none of the members knew each other. And that's how I got the gig, which was very risky on their part because I assumed that they had creeped on my Facebook profile and found videos of me playing. And that's why they said yes to me. But you've got to hear the people that are potentially playing for you play either through an in-person audition or by watching their videos. And I just don't get the sense that that happened here. And I was very embarrassed at this gig. You know, I have no idea what, if any of the members of the audience noticed. But I noticed, and I felt like I was doing a disservice to the members of our, our military, their families. And there was even a special presentation honoring, you know, the POWs, those MIA, those who have served and are lost. And... It was a beautiful presentation, but I was just in my mind. I was feeling so disappointed and let down. And I don't know. It, it was my least favorite geeking experience so far in Denver. And I guess I just want to share this as a word of advice and a word of warning that this could happen to you too. Luckily, it's not my gig. Therefore, the consequences will happen directly to the marketing of my act, but, uh, you know, just, it's a shame. 
and I hope that we all can do better. And that is, that's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, that's been fun. <laughs> so the good news is, though, you are listening to a podcast about being a professional gigging professional who raises their standards and charges what they're worth. And so I don't think you're at risk of this. You know, I feel like you have got this down. And I'm, I'm very proud of you for being the kind of musician who's got the self-awareness to listen to themselves and realize, you know, what we do here is in service of others and that they deserve our best. And so you're not going to make this mistake. And if you've potentially hired the wrong person, you know, you'll, you'll correct it. Maybe you haven't discovered that you've hired the wrong person yet. Or who knows, maybe you've got everybody in your group who's doing all the right things. That's kind of how I feel about the groups that I've staffed up in Milwaukee. For a while, I did have some wrong musicians in the wrong seats, and I removed them from my roster. Simple as that. So, uh, yeah, the good news is you are not going to make this mistake. Or if you have made this mistake, you will learn from it and correct it. And I just hope that the person who hired me for this gig does the same. All right. That is all I got for you today. By the way, that venue I checked is on the list of venues that I give out to all musicians across the country so that you could partner with the venues, get on their preferred vendor list, and get these gigs. And, you know, I want you to have these gigs because I know you've got high musical standards. You're going to do a great job. So if you want these gigs, go ahead and get on their preferred vendor list. Uh, same for venues closer to you because I know not all of you are in Denver. So go to OpenTheGigVault.com, grab your free copy of the Gig Vault list, and start getting on those preferred vendor lists. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gig Musician Podcast. Remember, your music will not market itself. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step -step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.